Welcome to Community in Arabic, a podcast show sponsored by Lipton Yellow Label. We'll be chatting with successful Arabs in the U.S. and Canada and learning about their journey and how they positively impact their community. We are your hosts, Malik Abdul-Samad and Anwar Jibran. Marhaba wa ahla wa sahla fikum bihala jdida min community bil Arabi birayat Lipton Shah Alam al-Safra. Bisharifni liyom istadif al-Istaz Fadi الاستاذ فادي هو من من لبنان موجود حاليا بولايه اوهايو اهلا وسهلا فيك فادي اهلا اهلا صباح الخير احكي لنا عن قصه الهجره تبعك انت جيت كيف كانت ظروف الهجره على امريكا ولا مثل ما كل الاخبار يعني ربينا بضيعه صغيره بفلوغه لبنان اللي هي اذا بتعرفوا وين الدهر البيدر ايه ايه سو نحن على جنب دهر البيدر اخر ضيعه بكعب جبل الكنيسه 2000 شخص رحنا على المدارس وهيدا وكانت اكيد الاهل دائما دائما بدهم يانا نتعلم و وجت ذا ايدوكيشن ذات وي نيد بابا كان عطول يا اما بتروح على الشام تعمل حكيم يا اما بتروح تعمل مهندس بمحل ثاني سو so كنا بهالتفكير حتى خلصنا الهاي سكول من الجامعه الوطنيه في علي وخلصنا وقدمنا طلبات ميشيغان كاليفورنيا سوريا اكشلي رحت على جامعه دمشق وقدمت اعمل دكتور بس بس معلم انجليزي وما كان فيني ادخل بالعربي ما كان فيني افهم شيء سو كانت صعبه سو اني واي اي جات اكسبتد بيونيفرستي ميشيغان بس افتر هاي سكول بس كنا ربيانين يعني فقراء نشتغل بابا يشتغل كل الشغله يقبض 150 ليره نفس الصباط نفس البنطلون نفس الخبريه يعني فيش لا مصاري ولا شيء قد قد ما الحال بتذكرنا هالايام اللي عم تصير هلا مثل مثل ما كنا من زمان جمع بابا من جدي ومن من خالي 600 700 دولار اعطاني اياهم وجيت على ديترويت ميشيغان وانت يونيفرستي اوف ميشيغان The object was engineering. اشتغل وتعلم مثل ما غيرك عمل. سو اشتغلنا شوي والجامعه اكيد كنت اروح من على بكره من الساعه 8 على الجامعه للساعه 2 واشتغل من 2 ونص ل 12 بالليل. ودبرنا حالنا جبنا علامات نجحنا مش الحال. بس يو نو اشتغلنا بليل سيزرز بيتزا. اوكي. جراديويتد ان 1976 فروم Uh, in engineering, and then um, there was the jobs were like eleven, twelve thousand dollars a year. Mm. Uh, so I was making thirty thousand at Little Caesars. So I was working hard. So Talabna uh, Little Caesars cannot expanding all over. Tell me about your experience working with Little Caesars and your بالليزر سو صرت مانجر بالمحل انا صرت هذا صاحب الشغل يجي لعندي يقول لي بحياتي ما شفت ربح هالقد كانوا عم يسرقوا لي قبلنا بحششوا ويشربوا يعني بتعرف كيف الجو وين كان اللوكيشن تبع ليتل سيزر اول واحد؟ 
وين كان اللوكيشن؟ كان بواسلان ميشيغان اه لول سيزر بيتزا بارلر So um, the uh, uh, so we went on. I I I was doing well. Uh, they made me a supervisor and franchise sales, and I grew in the company. I got big in the company, but I didn't like the uh, the atmosphere of the. يعني ما بي بيفوتوا على الشغل ما بيقولوا لك مرحبا ما بيسلموا ما بيعرفوا بهالاحترام وال والتفاضل. So um, I decided that um, I wanted to go franchising if I can. So I asked the owner, is a female to franchise. He said, "Listen, you Lebanese will never can never work for anybody." That was his thing. And until Lebanese, I'm not going to work for anybody. I'm going to work for the people who are going to work for me. I'm going to work for the people who are going to work for me. So we went to Detroit. We went Uh, we saw an opportunity in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, so in 1978, we came to Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. That was within two years, all that uh, uh, success. And we were, we were hungry. The parents, the families were uh, poor. We had to send money. ماشي الحال طبعا كانت صعبه الكوميونيكيشنز اكيد ننطر على السنترال لنحكيهم واتسترا سو بت بت وي كابت هاسلينج وي كابت وركينج ات دين ماتر هاو ماتش وي سلاب نجي كنا عايشين شي خمسه بفرد شقه شباب دروس شباب اسلام شباب مسيحيه كلنا سوا يعني ريحتنا من المطعم تعرف كيف بليتش وكذا وقصص وهيدا بت يو نو وي ديد ات وي سرفايفد ات ذن ذن ذا جاي co-signed for us on three restaurants. Um, he was Michael Illich, a big man in my life and a role model. Uh, Akidi, he, he owned the eventually the Detroit Tigers and Detroit Red Wings. And uh, he, uh, he had 6,000 Little Caesars and a uh, very generous, very good man uh, from, uh, from a Macedonian uh, background, Greek Macedonian. Outstanding. So I saw the help that he did and And everywhere he went, he, he was helpful. He was the head of Light Up Detroit. So he put lights in all over Detroit. So it, it was a good role model to learn from and move on. Akid and Hanna, good wrath, good ethics. So we learned that uh, respect, uh, et cetera. So this guy co-signed for us to build three restaurants in uh, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. So I moved, and I was with George. George, good friends. So we uh, we moved to Cleveland and we built 50 Little Caesars. Wow! From 1978 to uh, almost 1992. Wow! Yeah, we we got uh, we got big over here. We got famous, you know, pizza pizza uh, buy one. Get one. <laughs> you know, we killed the market. Uh, then then uh, you know things shook down a little bit. We still have some pizza stores. We switched the names over. Little Caesar got in trouble. They uh, they bought. Uh, they spent 150 million dollars on sports so they didn't mm-hmm. pay attention to their business very well but everything everything is still moving forward and, and I, i was just curious like to ask your family spent the money and effort to the there's engineering corporate job office يعني كيف كيف حسيت 
they were back uh, like there were back times that they they had a the wrong idea about uh, us coming from the middle east uh, they called us camel jockeys they called us arabs they called us all kinds of names we really didn't care you know we we didn't care of whatever they called us success and the need uh, to take care of the parents and the families and and uh, and uh, go to school was more important than anything so we were uh, i don't want to say desperate but you know there was five other children at home that needed help too and then the war started and that that made it a lot more so there was a lot of pressure on us to help the people that are coming here as refugees and immigrants uh you know so we got involved in politics a little bit to to help uh, get the uh, uh programs for the immigration uh, that are coming from beirut and uh, different places so we we didn't uh, us and the uh, arab kids uh, or jordanians syrians egyptians we were all you know working together but uh, we we didn't desperate definitely the transition from from little caesars then كنت انت طبعا كيف كان ترانزيشن من من ليتل سيزر بعدين ل لسلسله الادن يا يا سو وي موف تو كليفلاند وي بيلت ريستورانتس وي ورك هارد اند وي جات تو ا بوينت وير اوكي بيتزا از ساتوريتد از بري جود ذا بروفيتس وود ا بيت لوور ايفريبدي سيلينج بيتزا فور 5 دولارز اند 7 دولارز اند 8 دولارز سو اي اولويز هاد ذس ثينج ان ماي مايند ذات اي وانتيد تو دو سمثينج ايلس and kept looking and looking so in um, in 1994 in Lakewood Ohio I saw a little location uh, run by a Greek guy um, that was first generation that had a gift shop and sandwiches so I walked in and I said uh, John John uh, Poulos uh, would you sell me this place he goes uh, ah, you're a little kid you don't know anything go away um, you know I was 31 I mean I wasn't a kid But uh, I kept on him. I kept on him. So I bought the place uh, from him for $55,000, I think. And then mm-hmm. little by little, it took me a year to develop the concept of Aladdin's. Mm-hmm. There was um, a time where, like, you know, we had to sell some sandwiches, do things. But I learned a lot from Little Caesars, the organization of the corporations, America, the tax system, the the uh, accounting, the honesty, the make sure you work <laughs> straight yeah. so we learned all that we learned not to make any mistakes uh, in life because it costs you here yeah. the laws first so uh, mm-hmm. we we went with that and uh, we developed Aladdin's in Lakewood and uh, my friends that were in the community from uh, every kind were so supportive yeah. i had good friends uh, from everywhere and they were so supportive i mean the minute i opened the restaurant even though i said no smoking restaurant first one ever uh, no smoking there used to be smoking and non smoking and different uh, things like that but we went not, no smoking and our people would walk in and say no smoking they would leave my wife would get mad and say hey you know we're losing business and just wait and see and then we packed it we were busy 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 we served uh, Hummus, baba, tabbouleh, fattouj, mjaddara, uh, brought out all these things that I had to go to the table, from table to table, and teach people how to eat it, and put it in their mouth in a, in a little piece of bread. So, you know, things went on, and uh, and uh, I 
was used to, uh, I learned from Little Caesars how to develop a chain, how to build a, mm-hmm. uh, multiple restaurants. And of course, with the help of my wife and my kids and uh, the support of the family and, and friends, uh, we, we did well. Tell us about the challenges on starting uh, this new concept and scaling it. I'm sure Anwar and Malik, you've, you've been through a lot uh, coming, you know, transitioning into the United States. And uh, we, we uh, for sure felt it. And, uh, you know, one day you want to be uh, uh, from the Middle East. One day you want to be American. You know, you and life goes on, you know. Uh, but uh, but the, the nice part about this country is uh, it's a meltdown. I learned it in college. I learned it in, at the universities. Uh, it's a meltdown. You learn and they learn you, but you got to speak the right, you know, the right language and the right, the right uh, things. And they love us because, you know, of the respect that we show and the family uh, contact. But for sure, the transition was uh, was tough. Uh, the the thing is, we uh, when I came to Cleveland, uh, most of the owners of uh, businesses here had their key for their restaurants. Mm-hmm. One key. You know, they open and they close and they lived, oh my God, they, they lived in those places. Uh, so uh, learning that, I w- wasn't happy. I, I, was, uh, I wanted to build a chain. And, uh, and the key to building a chain is to trusting other people, putting a system together and hand it down to the, uh, your managers and your workers and telling them that this is the system. You know, you drive 35, it's 35. You don't drive 50. So, you know, they give you a ticket. Uh, so over here, we apply the same rules in, inside the business. So the rules apply. The system is in place. You hand them the keys. And you can go home and see your kids and see your family and, uh, and be able to have a decent life. You can't live in, the, in these uh, businesses day and night. You got to trust people somehow. Yeah. So we, that's what I learned at Little Caesars uh, working uh, the 15, 20 years. So uh, we uh, uh, we learned that, and then we went from one restaurant from uh, Lakewood to Cleveland Heights to uh, Independence, Ohio. Uh, now we're at uh, 41 restaurants. Um, at the same time, uh, the, the biggest challenge was getting the product, mm-hmm. you know, getting the hummus and the zaatar. And the, there was no, no such thing in Cleveland, Ohio. Nobody knew what that means. Mm-hmm. So I had to start a, a pita bakery and there was a small one here. I went and bought it. Uh, but, but we've saved money uh, and we learned how to make profits and we learned how to be profitable. So we, uh, and of course, the pressure on us, um, as, uh, you, as you guys know, is that we live here. Of course, we have a house. The American uh, lifestyle is you have a house and you pay your bills and you have a car and your wife and kids. With us, it's our wife and kids, and at the same time, our family back home. So it's a double jeopardy, you know, even if they leave you a house, it costs you money to keep it up. So you gotta always send another income uh, over there. Mm -hmm. So we we had that challenge and, uh, but the products, getting the products from uh, Lebanon and the Middle East uh, was the hardest thing. It's gotten a lot easier, but I bought a pita bakery and I put a warehouse together and I had to start getting, uh, bringing products over, olive oil, uh, za'atar, uh, uh, from Egypt, all kinds of stuff, from Jordan uh, things, I mean, uh, from Syria, from all over. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, uh, it's been a challenge. 
Wow, wow. Okay, and, and now fast forward to, you know, COVID hit earlier this year. You know, how did the entire, I'm sure the entire restaurant industry has just changed upside and down. You know, how, how did your business change and how did you manage to, to get out of it as an organization? We were, we were going strong. And uh, when uh, I learned takeout from the pizza business and I had always uh, a good business in takeout. So uh, I, we were worried. We were very worried uh, when uh, COVID hit and shut us down and uh, the takeout business uh, boomed. We had to run around and uh, teach employees. They were scared to death from COVID still, but teach them how to transition into the takeout business. And they did a great job. I have uh, 2,000 employees, um, mostly in the back of the houses. That's all Arabs. Um, and um, they, they are great. The best people you ever want to hire. And, and I love paying them. Because they take their money and give it to their families. They don't, uh, you know, do drugs and drinks and, you know, et cetera with it. They send it back to, to the to support their families and take care of them. And that's my biggest mission. My employees and my customers are equal. And I always tell them that. But the support of uh, uh, our employees have been tremendous. They learned. We put up with COVID. We're still going strong. The last month have been hectic because the elevation of COVID uh, has been... Uh, a lot and we whenever somebody gets uh, uh covid we we support them we we send them home and we're taking care of them we're watching them staying in touch uh, uh, to you uh what is uh, the the biggest uh, uh dream uh working uh, now you have 41 uh, uh, uh restaurant and of course i was reading uh, now you have your kids uh, working with you and helping you out uh, how is it you having a family business and then your dreams and your kids dream uh, for the future so i was able to um, well, like my dad uh, tried to do um, i fulfilled his dream so i sent i have five kids three girls and two boys yeah. The two boys went to college, uh, Boston College, Ohio State. The three girls went to college also, and the two boys are with me full-time. The girls are married, have kids. I have 11 grandchildren. Oh, wow. so I'm ready to explode. <laughs> but I want to grow, and I don't want to make us look uh, like uh, we're a bunch of uh, fast food junk. I want a quality uh, operation in, in growing into the uh, the country. So. We're really careful how to grow. Uh, your, your friends in Cleveland would tell you that we do a good job in the restaurants and uh, we serve good food. One day when you're here, come and visit. Yeah, we have, a, we have five concepts. We have a Taza. Two regular, Taza is a full, full service uh, uh, Lebanese restaurant. Dine in? Uh, in Cleveland. Okay. Two of them. Uh, we have uh, a Sitos, which is a, a smaller, uh, lower level, five, six dollar uh, sandwiches. Uh, we have four of those. And uh, we have the uh, 34 Aladdins. And uh, they're in uh, South Carolina, uh, in uh, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. We're in Columbus. We're in Indiana. So, and uh, slowly but surely, we want to grow. And uh, we want to invite... Uh, Woman franchisees, Arab woman franchisees. They they make the best food and they keep the cleanest restaurants. Yeah. Wow. How is the relationship with the uh, upcoming franchisees? As you said, um, uh, 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 
uh, women in general and Arab women, uh, they're interested to uh, to franchise your concept. Uh, how is it the the relationship with them, uh, and you know the plan to to collaborate with them? It's easy, you know. It's it's uh, first they got to be ready. Uh, we teach them the system. We we tell them that uh, they're going to have a life. Mm. It's not living in the restaurant and uh, manage. A little education would help and be open-minded in the American community and be generous, of course. Uh, you know, you got a middle on you. We feed, we feed uh, our friends and uh, guests. Uh, and then um, uh, we train them and find a location and help them uh, grow. Oh, yeah. uh, it's, not that, it's not that hard. It's pretty profitable, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. What would be your advice to somebody who wants to get into the business or who owns a small restaurant and is thinking about growing it and, and being more institutionalized to be able to grow and create a big business? The support of the family is important, uh, you know, you, and then uh, the crunches of uh, the help uh, over the years where it was uh, uh, low labor uh, available or high labor available, different things. But I learned you don't cheat, don't play games. Just go in and do your business. Learn your business. Don't pretend. Keep an open mind. Uh, don't pretend that you know everything. Just keep an open mind. Things change in this country. This capitalism, uh, if you really describe it, it just beats you up. Guy next door can beat you up real quick if you're not uh, sharp. So yeah. just, uh, you know, keep it going. What do you advise people who are looking for the American dream? أول شيء يا ريت يا ريت بيبقوا ببلادنا وبحسنوها. You know, I wish they would stay back home and make make our countries better. I feel so sad for what's going on over there. And I uh, I try to help every day. I'm in touch with uh, with uh, Beirut uh, every day. I'm the president of the Holy Spirit University Foundation in the U.S., which is connected to Catholic uh, University okay. in, in June. And uh, we try to help students, we try to help families, we try to do whatever we can uh, to have entrepreneurs there and uh, try to learn to make the country better. But unfortunately, the political system is so corrupt that uh, it's a burden. But at the same time, I don't want to deprive anybody from our opportunity that we had, that we uh, uh, were uh, offered. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely come here. Uh, do your best. There's a lot of opportunity in this country still. You can be whatever you want to be. You can be whatever you want to be in this country. You can be a billionaire. You can be uh, uh, happy, comfortable. The, the thing is, you wake up every morning and the, and the system is the same. You know, we're not sitting here listening to the news and, uh, and see where, what bomb is going to explode next. Yes, yes. philanthropic work that you're doing with Lebanon and, and helping out. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about you know, the organized effort you do um, to collaborate to, to help with Lebanon? Uh, for, for Lebanon, anything, you know, anywhere is a, 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 you don't have to think, you know, it's unconditional. So uh, any families, anybody that comes in uh, in different uh, parts of the country, we're trying to help. Uh, medications, food, everything that's possible right now is important. Uh, the uh, community uh, all over uh, from every kind have been very generous because if Lebanon goes down, you know, it's, it's going to have a huge uh, uh, 
agricultural effect uh, across the uh, region. Uh, the freedom and the uh, the way we we grew up is we didn't think we there's anything that we can't say, but uh, the economic system right now uh, fell apart, and uh, I see where uh, I I would love to see uh, Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, uh, Palestine all open up and grow. Uh, you know the uh, the uh, Arabs uh, are taking it to the Khalij uh, real quick. So we have better, better uh, weather, better culture, better uh, uh, weather uh, that we we should attract them back eventually if we get ourselves together. Uh, the helping to to Lebanon is we have a foundation. Uh, people are contributing to the foundation, and in return we send uh, money according to the wishes of the uh, university in Beirut to pay tuitions to buy. Uh, libraries lately we've been paying some of those bills uh, on um, uh, for them and uh, buying them laptops computers whatever the online uh, uh, classes and online teaching have been huge we've had to buy uh, $200 laptops to give it to students to take home with them so there's a lot of poverty and it's getting worse uh, Syria Lebanon both okay okay uh, Holy Spirit University Foundation. Okay, okay. HSUF. Tamam. Great, great, great effort. A great call. Uh, thank you so much, Estas uh, Fadi. يعني طبعا لا يمل الحكي معك وكانت القصة كتير inspiring وعن جد يعني كل شخص بيجي منا يتعلم كل قصة فما ببرنامج هالسيزن وان شاء الله من نجتمع معك عن قريب بكليفلاند. We uh, we're ready to help anybody, any entrepreneur that wants to grow, don't wants to go on. We're ready to help, assist in any way, no conditions. And uh, and uh, we love uh, that you guys are doing this to explore the uh, the uh, uh, what we have in this country. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website to vote for your favorite story. And don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast. Together we feel